You're listening to the two dumb users. So here we are. We're back. We were here, and now we're back. This is, this is the problem with technology. <laughs> I can't help but laugh. Otherwise, I'd cry and scream into the void over here. Uh, I I knew it as soon as I was frozen. So here we are. We're back. Just in case you didn't catch the beginning of the last time we were on. Uh, this is episode four hundred and eighty of the Two Dumb Yenders. This is Friday. This is the eve. Of the eve of the Steeler game, it is uh, the eve of Wild Card Weekend. NFL, the AFC teams we play tomorrow, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I we got Buffalo. Buffalo one o'clock Sunday. Big news though, I do want to cover off the top because if we don't, people will be writing to us and asking us why we're not talking about it. Of course, Gerard Butler. I'm sorry, not Gerard Butler. Gerard, Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo. I love Mayo. Gerard Mayo is the new head coach of the. New England Patriots. Yes. So this is a little bit of a shock, guys, yeah. because you go yeah. from the goat of uh, you know, all time, according to some people, to you know, a guy that um really didn't have much coach experience. He coached a little bit under Bill Belichick. He hasn't really even been out of the league that long. No, he hasn't. No, and like he had this built into his contract. Like I am the successor to Bill Belichick. Wow, that's I, I thought, yeah, yeah, to where he, yeah, they were just like, boom, all right, we already have our guy, and yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Put, that that is nuts. They didn't put you too much thought into that. You wouldn't think that, uh, you know, an organization like this would. I, here's the thing: you just went from going to ten Super Bowls, nine Super Bowls, whatever it was, winning a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. You know, you let the one of the best coaches ever, in people's opinion, go. Then you bring in Gerard Mayo. The very next day, I, it, it's it's a wild situation going on over there, Mike. It is. Um, I, I was surprised. It took me took me by surprise, to say the least. Also, you know, there's a, the rumor mill has Mike Tomlin is the GM. Of course, they have to fill that spot now. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, yeah. you know. So now Mike Tomlin's getting stretched thin. He's head coaching Alabama apparently next year. He's yep. GM in the uh, New England Patriots. He's probably taking Pete Carroll's job in Seattle. I, I he's taking over the whole, the entire front office in Washington because his you know he's from there. You know, uh, he, yeah, right. He's you know for a guy who was washed and past his prime, he has his fingers everywhere. So there you have it, everybody. If you if you if you had listen, if you're one of these people that are concerned, maybe saying, oh man, uh, you know, what if what if Mike, what if Mike Tomlin does decide to split after this season let's let's say they lose let's say they go out there and, and pittsburgh is just you know irate and he just decides to split as some people wrote this week um you know how much you would have put into that i don't know but again you have a very um lucrative alabama job that just opened yep. up you have a lucrative mm-hmm. gm position in, in new england um where they, they could be looking for a guy that has some experience in the league like like he does especially going with such a young coach now and mm-hmm. in, in, in mayo so it's going to be interesting to see how this this plays out, fellas. I I just I'm very interested because again I I didn't see this. I I, I have no problem with with Mayo. I don't know much about him. I, I just assumed that they would look for somebody who had yeah. some kind of pedigree. But um, this is going to be an interesting follow. Now you know the thing that gets me. We here in Pittsburgh have gone 18 straight seasons, 17 seasons without a losing record, and we feel you know some people feel that the Tomlin isn't going anywhere. But you have a guy who's only a hand, I mean, a, a short throw away from being the the most winning coach mm-hmm. in the history of the game. Like 15 games or something. He just went to, you know, several Super Bowls. They won six. I think they went to nine overall, 10, something like this. And he has two seasons that aren't, you know, that aren't that great. And they can him. So, I mean, you know, you got to ask yourself. How how safe are these coaches in this league? If you're, if you could just up and let Bill Belichick go, yeah, you're, you're you're like one to two losing seasons away from being gone, being ridden out of town. I mean, he did he he he, he accomplished the greatest feats in NFL history. I mean, yeah, was, the way that the, this team performed over the past two decades yeah, with the salary cap era, it wasn't like the '70s where the Steelers were able to keep everyone. All you had to manage were egos. Here, you had to manage egos and the salary cap and free agency. So it, 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 that might be the greatest coaching job of all time. 
for what he did in two losing seasons and gone. So there you have it, everybody. Jordan Mayo. If um, you were catching that while we were we were having issues again, everybody. We were having technical difficulty. There was internet issues and things like this. So we did. Uh, we are a little behind schedule today. Uh, guys, this is wild card weekend. The NFL playoffs start tomorrow. I can't mm. wait. I couldn't be more excited. Mike, there's uh, 1 o'clock on Sundays when the Steelers play, of course. They, they play the Buffalo Bills. It's supposed to be at Buffalo, uh, but there's, <laughs> a, there's a, a blizzard, an avalanche, whatever it could be. It, it's going to be – It's you know, a solar what, vortex. It's the you know lake effect. It's La and, Nina. And you've seen this Buffalo Bills stadium – Yep. When they get the bad snow up there, when they're shoveling the snow that's up over the seats. Oh. I mean, we've all seen these images. Um, Iconic images. Kansas City and Miami, oh. a lot of uh, rumors about them playing their game in Indianapolis this weekend in the Dome because of the inclement weather that's going to be going on in Kansas City. They're calling for negative nine degree low, uh, about a negative five, four or five uh, game time, negative one, a high. And the, the rumors were spreading around the, the league or around the, the internet, at least, that the Steelers and the Buffalo Bills may be playing at Cleveland. And then that gets back to the organization. They said that they have no idea. They've never heard of this. Yeah, they're, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? So, <laughs> you know, that, I, I think that, that would play a, be a major advantage to the Steelers if, if the game would be played in Cleveland. It would be considerably closer, of course. I mean, you're an hour and a half, hour and mm-hmm. 45 minutes away from Cleveland. And I think you could, you know, the Steeler fans could fill that stadium up pretty quick. So I don't know what's going to happen, uh, Mike. The, you, you were saying before the show there's going to be some some wins. I, what's the what's the winds going to be like in uh, Buffalo? Uh, the the reports I'm hearing is they're predicting up to 50 mile an hour winds, and they're going to be cross the winds. They're going to be coming across the stadium, not end zone to end zone. It's going to be sideline to sideline, and that's that's going to be huge. Because if it, you know, if you're throwing into the wind behind the wind, you can adjust for that easier than you know going across. Especially if you're trying to throw those out routes or those sideline back shoulder throws that we've been like liking to throw this year. And that, that's what worries me in this game. You know, Josh Allen has a cannon for an arm. He might have the best arm in the league, and I I can see him cutting through those once or twice <laughs> for big games. And that that might be the turning point of the game right there. I think, Mike, I, I, you know, if you, if you break it down, I think Josh Allen really is the X factor in this football mm-hmm. game. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, say what you want about the Steelers' defense, about our running game, about Buffalo, what's going on there, any special teams. When it comes down to it, Josh Allen is the X factor. How he performs is going to dictate the the way that this game goes. If he's able to play well, it, it's going to be that kind of game. If he's not – so, I, you know, this, this is a very, very interesting wild card weekend. I think that it's going to fit the bill – for the name perfectly i think this is going to be a wild weekend as crazy as the, the season has been this year i think that the first weekend of the playoffs is gonna is gonna surpass that i really do especially with all this weather coming into to missouri weather to western new york mm-hmm. um mike I, I i you know what what a better name for the kind of weekend i i think this is going to be than wild card weekend it is going to be a wild one and like the, this like, weather game it's gonna it's gonna affect both teams so i'm i i'm looking forward to it and like Josh Allen being the X factor, my God, he can, he's like Lamar Jackson. You think about it, the, the play breaks down. Who, what two quarterbacks are you worried about taking off and running? It's Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. So he's going to be the huge X, X factor on top of the weather. And I, you know what? The, the, these people, these people who, these people who want to say we can't play these games in the weather, boo hoo. You know, Miami can play in 140 degree heat, but we, they can't play negative nine. Yeah, exactly. like get out of here. You know what? If Miami didn't build their set it up to where the visiting team gets the 110 degree weather on the hottest days, I would say, you know what? Uh, you maybe have some compassion for these guys. Uh, but you know, these they do it in, on purpose in Miami. They in, in Jacksonville, they give you they make you wear the dark jerseys whenever you play down there. And when in the dark jerseys, they put you on the 110 degree yes. sidelines. Yeah, it's so. Nuts. I mean, if it wasn't, if that wasn't the case, I may have some compassion. So you know what? Screw them. Let them play in the blizzard. Let them yeah. play in the ice, and let them be at a disadvantage. Because as I said, they don't go out of their way to make sure that that doesn't happen in in Florida in September. No, and it, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. The some of the most iconic NFL games are, have been played in the snow. They got the ice bowl oh, a couple of years ago. You had New England versus the Bills in a blizzard. You can barely see. Uh, like the Pittsburgh the tuck versus rule game was a tough rule game. game. The uh, the game uh, the Steelers 
last uh, buses was it his one of his last home games against Chicago. the Bears. He ran over Brian Erlacher, made him look like a little painty waste. You know, it, it, the, these iconic moments that happen in in these bad weather games. So, you know, like what I said before, man, is this is what you fantasize about when you're a little kid, especially where we grew up in this area with the snow. You want these games. You want to be that guy who's running through the snow, running over the defense. You want to be that linebacker, that stalking the running back in the snow, making that big hit. You want to be that big safety coming down with a huge pick on the quarterback and running it back in the snow. This is what you live for as a kid. And that's and the kind of let kid it happen. That, that, that was that kid was Josh Allen. Yeah, he's the kind of kid that doesn't let the snow bother him. He doesn't let the wind, the rain, mm-hmm. whatever. That's what scares me, and that's why I say that he is the X factor in this game. The, his play, whether it be good, whether it be bad, will be what dictates oh, yeah. this game overall. I do believe. So you know, we're gonna keep be keeping an eye on that early, and we're gonna be keeping an eye yeah. on that often because um, the great neutralizer here is, is the weather. And yeah. I, I just um, I don't know if anybody is really an advantage or a disadvantage. Uh, it's just something that we're gonna have to wait the game time yeah. to see. Of course, the team, the Steelers practice at Acrisure Stadium to get out in the cold a little bit instead mm-hmm. of in their indoor facilities to get ready to go up there. I, I don't know how much that's going to make a difference because when you get up there and it's, <laughs> you know. There's cold and then there's cold. And there's, right. And that is cold. There's there's cold and then there's lake effect cold. And, and yeah. you know, we're going to be going up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are, they're trying to prepare, guys. Again, the game, 1 o'clock Sunday, wild card weekend. The Steelers and the Bills. The number seven seeds, Mike, which the Steelers are one of them in the playoffs this year, are 0-6 since they uh, expanded to seven teams in each conference. 0-6, it's been a few seasons now. The two number seven teams are the Steelers, and then on the NFC side, the Green Bay Packers, who are playing the Dallas Cowboys. Mike, do either one of these seven seed teams have a chance to move on to the divisional round, in your opinion? The Pittsburgh Steelers against Buffalo? Or the Green Bay Packers in Dallas, do either one of these have a chance, or do you think it's uh, going to continue on being an offer? I think it's going to continue on to be an offer, but I think it's, it, the Steelers had the best chance just because, like we were just talking about, the weather. You know, that's the great equalizer. I think that's going to give us the better chance to make it. I would love to see both both seven seed wins because you know I hate Dallas as a Steeler fan. That's just natural. And as a Steelers fan, I want the Steelers to make it through, but I I don't think, but I think this year it's going to be really, really close. And it wouldn't surprise me if Pittsburgh makes it just because of the weather. But on the other hand, we know that we know this, this current Cowboys team, ever since they had their run in the nineties, they choke. Oh yeah. You know, they, everyone wants to make fun of the Steelers to losing to Arizona. We lost to Arizona with Kyler Murray. They, I don't think when they lost to Arizona, I don't think Kyler Murray was playing. So, you know, this team, Dallas, Dallas could drop the ball and it, it could happen, man. This could be the year both seven seed wins, but in my heart of hearts, I don't see it happening. See, I think the Steelers got a, as good as chance. Again, I, it's going to come down to the play of Josh Allen. And with this, this, yep. this weather being what it away. is, you know, this, can this be another one of the, you know, depending on like what you said, 50 some miles an hour going across the field with the wind, you know, inches and inches and inches of snow, you know, could this be a game similar to the three nothing Result against the Miami Dolphins about 15 years ago. I mean, did this yeah. this game, you know, is it possible to think that this can be a freakishly weird game? And if that's the case, I, th- I think that we're just as much in this as, as Buffalo is. I, I it does have the potential to be one of those one of those games, like a like you said, a three nothing game, a a two nothing game. You know, a safety could be the deciding factor in this game. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, I would love it, and I I hope we get the safety and win. And Miles Killerbrew with a block out of the end zone. Uh, of course, Kansas City and, and Detroit, or Kansas City, and who are they playing? Miami. Miami. See, now, boo-hoo, Miami. They're going to be up in, in Missouri. It's going to be negative <laughs> nine. Negative nine is the low in that game. Going to be, as I said, this fits the bill for a wild card weekend. Yeah. There's going to be some crazy things that happen this weekend. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, if you're a football fan and, and you want to see some shit Watch football this week because there's a bunch of games and, you know, there's a bunch of interesting scenarios. Even the games that don't have weather with the Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit. Oh, to play. that's going to be a good one. I mean, you know, if you're you're a football guy, this this is this is the weekend for you. Storylines galore, man. Yeah, man. It's going to be great. Absolutely. Let's so go, that is... But let's go Tampa Bay. Let's go AFC, NFC South. Worst division in the league. Mess up the entire playoffs. Uh. Steelers are ten and seven. Buffalo is eleven and six. As Mike mentioned, 
the NFC South, the whole entire, listen to this, their division winner, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, <laughs> has the same record as the team in the basement in our division. The Bengals have the yeah. same exact record. Isn't that wild? That, that's that's nuts. That, that, that just shows you how competitive the NFC South is. My goodness. <laughs> they are the worst division in football. If they so were, the, and people say this, but if they were in our division, they would literally be in last place. They would be, yeah. And my God, if any team from the NFC, AFC North was in the NFC South, man, they would be top dog. Oh, pfft. why can't we get that division? If he leaps and bounds, we, you know, my God, better than they'd be like, else. oh, the juggernaut, Pittsburgh Steelers, that unstoppable offense. That's something. God. The NFL, the NFL these days. The parody, baby. Bill parody. Belichick gone. Pete Carroll gone. The uh, like Tampa Clinton. Bay Buccaneers are a one seed. <laughs> uh, also, guys, speaking of coaches, something that I thought was funny, you know, we mentioned earlier in the show about, you know, the Alabama spot being vacant now mm-hmm. with Nick Saban stepping out yesterday. Somebody I seen on I seen on social media. They said Matt Canada's got to be on the short list for the Alabama job. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> now he, uh, you know, I mean, can can he can he be a coach at somewhere like this, or is uh, you know is, is he did he lose all of his? Uh, you know what I mean. He he what offensive coordinated one year at LSU and they let him go because their offense went 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 to pot. So Did you yeah. see what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> could he ever seriously be considered for no. a, a job? I mean, you know, he has such a bad reputation now. No, I like he ha- he doesn't have like a bad college offense, but I don't think he's going to be in like a power five conference ever yeah. again coaching. Yeah, I can see him in the Mac coaching. Whatever the remnants of the Pac-10 is, maybe. Maybe creeping back up into the ACC. So Troy Polamalu, by saying the other day, uh, it's crazy talk. Crazy talk that Mike Tomlin won't be around next year. I think that anything, just anything might be possible now. Anything's I, possible. I, you know, you're, you know it's, it's the times are changing throughout the league, man. And maybe he wants to change the, change the scenery. You know, yeah. Belichick, the best coach, you know, arguably ever mm-hmm. in the sport, let yeah. go, basically. Which, you know, when I, you and I predicted earlier, and you and I also have a, a, a spot predicted where he's going to go, so we're going to keep mm-hmm. an eye on that. Yep. Because I seen about four teams pop up yesterday, and they were in that listed team. Yeah. So As we, they should be. I, th- I think that's where he's going to end up. I do, too. I, I honestly do, too. Um, But, you know, as I said, 17, 18 years of winning football – I think would somehow, uh, you know, consider with, with Mike Tomlin be somewhat comparable in ways to what it is yeah. that Bill Belichick yeah. has done, just in, in way of being successful, not yeah, the, successful and the just hype. In, in, in consistent for that time in this stretch. This Steeler team goes and gets their asses beat on Sunday in the first round of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they haven't won a playoff game in X amount of seven, eight years. Yeah. They haven't, you know, is Mike Tomlin really that safe? I mean, Troy Polamalu steps so. in and says, you know what, it, it's uh, crazy, crazy talk. But I, I don't think that it's that crazy. I don't think uh, it's that crazy either. No. And, that, you know, that's just, you know, a former player who, who who loves his coach and, you know, sticking up for his coach. So, you know, you got to paint it through that lens. But, I, you know, no one's safe, man. It's the NFL. It's not for long. What have you done for, for me lately type of league? And. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, we've only had three coaches in the past, what? Oh, God. That's the thing. So that, that, many years. That's, the, I, that's the thing for me that keeps it, that, that keeps me from thinking, you know what? <laughs> Something is just going to happen and Mike Tomlin's yeah. not going to be here next year. That's what it comes down to yeah. for me is that we've only had three coaches since the beginning of time. Yeah. So, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Since 19, what, 69. Yeah. We've only had three freaking coaches. Speaking of daily, did you see the graphic? It was like New England you know, in 22 years have had one coach. Everyone else had like 258 coaches. People are like, uh, you might want to put the Steelers up there. They've had two coaches in that time span. Yeah. There's one retired, you know, let's put a little perspective in here, but no, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if they, if we go in and lose and it's a close game. Yeah. I see him being brought back or him wanting to come back and the Rooney's wanting him coming back too, but if they get blown out, I think yeah. it's going to be a long off season. I, I do too. 
and and it's going to be a long off season for the fans. It's going to be a long off season for people on social media. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot, you know. So there's going to be a lot of. It's going to be very interesting. But it all starts this weekend, guys, with a very very interesting wild card weekend. So many different storylines, so many different things, guys. I'm so excited about this weekend. I cannot wait till the NFL football games start oh. tomorrow. Uh, one more thing about Tomlin before we do move on. The blob is going on and on about how the Tomlin is disrespecting oh, God, by I not saw changing that. the depth chart. Uh, for one, who cares? Who cares? It doesn't even it doesn't matter. It, you know, blob it, it listen, one guy's gonna play on Sunday and the other guy's not. Does it matter on a list? What no. the, the guy's trying he's doing what he does. He, he's just he's trying he's to start a controversy. Absolutely. So people yeah. listen to him. It's always about the blob. Screw him. It doesn't matter. Mason's starting. Kenny's not. Let's get to the the you know when we cr- when we come to that bridge, we'll cross it and yeah. we'll figure out this offseason what's gonna happen, what Mason want, is gonna want to do, what we're gonna do moving forward. Any besides for that, it doesn't matter. You're, it's just uh, yeah. it, it took it took Keanu Benton how long to be officially named the starter on the depth chart, right? And no the one, no one, no one cared about that. No, you know, it no. took Jerry, Jerry Porter Jr. how long to be named the an official starter on the depth chart. No one made a point about that. But you know, it's it's the quarterback position, it's the sexy position, and there's no controversy to talk about right there's now. There's none. So you know, you had that reporter. Right now, she asked the question. That became the hot topic. Then everyone was like, "Oh, his treatment of her. Oh, his treatment of women reporters. Oh, his treatment of Mason Rudolph." Oh, it's like there's no drama to bitch about now no distraction so they need to make the media needs to make a distraction to talk about the distraction to ask the players about the distraction fired say up. they're being distracted i'm gonna tell about you it. what to do do what do what the productive media in the city is doing and get get be, be. let's look at this right Hashtag, there. here we go you see this everywhere right now do that support the Steelers get ready for this game get the people on the same page to support their football team that they love and think about all year long Get on, you know, this guy here, the blob, all he does is he, he just tries to s- separate people. It, it's all about him. It's all about his ego. Listen to me. I got to be the, you know what? Screw you. Here we go. This is what I'm talking about right here. We're going to, this is Steelers, baby. This is playoffs. You could be, this dude all season long talks about how bad this team is because they're never in the playoffs. Well, guess they're what? They're in the playoffs it. now, and he wants to drive wedges between people. I I, I, I can't with him. But uh, guys, we do have to move on. Mike, you did mention Joey Porter Jr. <laughs> Joey mm-hmm. Porter Jr. Um, he says, "Whoever they give me, I'm going to do my job and lock them up." That is that is the yeah. mentality. This is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the positive things that these guys are saying and getting ready for this, uh, the, the you know yeah. biggest game of the year. Yeah, and, and the, you know, uh, and he said it the right way. He didn't say, "I'm going to shut them down." I'm going to make no. He just said, "I'm going to you know, I'm going to lock them up." You know, that's what you want. He wasn't overly confident. He wasn't being rude to him. He's like, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to try and shut them down like I'm supposed to do. So like he's coming, they're coming in confident, but not overconfident. And that's, (laughs) they're in that right, that zone of where you need to be when of, Hey, you know, if we go in and do our jobs, we're going to come out with a win. They're not going in. Oh, we're so good. We're going to just do this and win. No, they're coming in with the right mindset of I'm going to do what I need to do. And we're gonna get it done. I'm gonna, you know, do my job, and we're get getting out of there. I, I the, this team sounds locked in and focused more than any any Steeler team running into the playoffs in the past of oh God decade. I think they've been locked in since uh, training camp, but the well, injuries. Well, you know, had a couple down spots. You know, you know what I mean. I, I see what you're saying, Dirt. You know, we, we were on a high at the beginning of the season, and it, we had a roller coaster. And uh, you know what? Here we are going into the playoffs to play against a, a Buffalo team that I think that we can beat and yeah. get ready to go into a game against a Baltimore team. If in fact, if we do win, that we can beat. So you know, say what you will. We are ten and seven. We we're just as good as everybody else. The only team that really has an advantage as far as a uh, a, uh, a record, certainly in the AFC, is the Baltimore Ravens. But that's a team that that we, we I think twice. have a chance to beat. Yeah. So, you know what? I think that we have as good a chance as anybody right now in these playoffs until something happens or proves us different. You know what? We we literally are playing just as good as everybody coming into the playoffs. We're playing better than a lot of teams going yeah. into the playoffs. So, you know, I, I say you can't keep the Steelers out of the mix of the conversation. People are going to always want to talk about the sexy teams. People are always going to want to talk about the teams that are, you know, had great success and have these different things going on. But you know what? When it's all said and done, I really feel that we are in the mix and uh, you know, let's just say something crazy happens with this weather or whatever we do. When we go to the second round, you're, you're not going to be able to count the Steelers out just no. yet. 
No. And right now everyone is counting them out. Like they like what oh, yeah. 0.8% chance to, to win the Super Bowl. Uh Mason Rudolph is rated as the 14th best quarterback in, you know, out of the 14 yeah, that are that in here. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I mean, no, you're good, uh, but yeah, like there's just like everyone's picking against them to win the, the spreads almost 10 points, even with the weather, it's still a 10 point spread. Eh, you, you don't want to count this team out and to circle back to like what Derby was talking about this team being locked in. I think, you know, he, there, there's truth to that. Cause they could have, this team totally could have collapsed after that three game losing Derby. streak. And Absolutely. if they weren't locked in, they, if they didn't buy in, that would have been it, man. They would have lost the next three. They would have gone out on a six-game losing streak. Instead, they're into the playoffs on a three-game win streak and coming in with a confidence, not not an arrogance, but they're confident. That's the thing. They're not good enough to be arrogant, but they are good enough to be confident. They are yeah. good enough to come in and play with confidence, and they are good enough to come in and win a football game. I honestly do believe this. Uh, you know, and as you know, always, always, there's always upsets in the NFL mm-hmm. and in the playoffs and teams that, you know, are expected to win does not win. I think this game certainly falls into that category, guys. Yeah. Um, Mike, did the Buffalo Bills, uh, the, the sideline reporter, did he doom the Buffalo Bills by making a comment about the terrible towel? Uh, mm, conversation with this guy, I heard about Doran that. Dickerson. Uh, apparently... Yeah. He says, uh, Doran Dickerson says, well, there's not really much of a difference between wings in Pittsburgh and in Buffalo. Yeah. And the yeah, sideline reporter for uh, for for Buffalo says, well, yeah, there's no uh, you know big difference between the terrible towel and, and a, just a, a towel. It's just a towel is what he said in quote. Oh, I, I, you know, is this is this enough, Mike? Is this enough for the football gods uh, to, to, to to bring yeah. hell down on Buffalo? Uh, is this, I, uh, it wasn't a player. The towel wasn't, wasn't a player. But, you know, on the other hand, when uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence was making comments about it being a little yellow, t- we, we, we brought up the thing. So th- I think see? it's only fair. I think it's only fair to ask this question. I See, I think it, it's it's Still adjacent, but not it, – it's it's next to it, but not. Now, if a, if a player picked up on it, then yeah. But, no, this is just that reporter. So I think – I'd be worried if I'm that sideline reporter. I, I – if you're on the sidelines, be careful, man. You might get rolled up on. You know, we see those big piles roll up and people pop up. You might be the guy who doesn't pop up. You might be the one who blows a knee out. And that would be the curse of the terrible towel. I'm more worried about his health. I don't his think it's going to affect the Bills because they didn't say anything. They're smart enough because they know you don't mess with Flutie Flakes. You don't mess with the terrible towel. You don't. Yeah. Bills are smart like that. I think Sean and you know, McDermott got them boys locked in. I do. Think I think it's enough, play. Ryan. I think it's enough. You think it's enough? You think that the I think it's enough. Man, we should have we should have had the uh we should have got a hold of the football gods today, but we'll certainly yeah. get a hold of them uh soon, especially depending on what happens with this game. And we will find out for sure if that played a role in whatever yeah. happens because I, I'm I'm I, I'm having a hard time trying to figure that one yeah. out. It's but I, I do I hate to say it. I hate agreeing with Doran because he went to pit, but he was right about his rant about Buffalo Wings. They're the they're just because Buffalo yeah. made them doesn't mean they're the, they have the best. Doesn't mean you know, Hermanis, you know, Pittsburgh. We put fries on sandwiches. That doesn't mean we have the best. We were just the first to do it. Yeah, and like nobody really even acknowledges this. I don't think. I, I don't yeah. think people really make the, the the most people. The average person doesn't even make the connection with Buffalo and, and wings. I, I you, no, you, no. Like if you go to Buffalo, but like what place has the best wings, and they would all argue about them, so they can't even agree what are the yeah. best wings themselves. <laughs> I know the wings I had last night from a oh, place up the road with the, the Buffalo wings. Did, freaking... Is that two nights in a row? Yes, two nights in a row. Oh, two I, nights I, in a row? Two, I, I can't stop God, I was, Buffalo I, sauce. Uh, you, you need to stop because I will be at the studio this weekend preparing for the game. And, yeah, you didn't know. Uh-uh. And I also, I, I went Continuous. I went Wendy's two days ago. I went to Burger King and got my Buffalo sauce yesterday. No, oh, yes. I, I I made it a point to hit every place. Now that I'm bu- stay away from Buffalo me. Sauce. You stay. You're gonna be sequestered <laughs> into your studio. I'm bringing the mobile studio. We will stay away from each other. Uh, Mike is Nick Herbig and Marcus Golden. Are they the best tandem of depth at outside linebacker since 2006 when oh, James yeah. Harrison and Chad Brown backed up Joey Porter and Clark Hagens? Yes, based on yes. the production. Based I, on the production I'm satisfied that, with that these they guys. did did in that year. Now, 
<laughs> James Harrison, future Hall of Famer, defensive player of the year, greatest Super Bowl player of all time. Yeah, Chad Brown, damn good player. But based on the production of what they did in their roles as backups, I say yeah, I say this group is better than that group was. So you're you're backups. confident going into this game, I'm very confident, and moving forward with these two guys yes. being your your depth at linebacker, and you, and you feel that they'll be that they'll suffice to to get the job done and to be yes. enough to uh to make it happen if need be. I do. And not just because they can rush the passer, but they can also, you see them both. They know how to set that edge. And that's going to be huge in this game. And they can get after the quarterback when needed. So I'm very confident with those two. And about uh, TJ Nick, Watt. Nick Herbert, Nick Herbert, he had three sacks, uh, you know, in limited play. That's not bad. Now, TJ, he's, he's this veteran. He's a superstar. He's got the most sacks ever. There's a difference here because – he does what he does, and he takes himself out of place. But the younger guy, like Herbig, you know what? When you know the, when it comes down to it, and he takes himself out of the play, the coach is going to run over to him and say, "Listen, this is what you got to do." It isn't going to be like, "Oh, TJ knows what he's doing." Yeah, you know, he's going to do his thing. You got carte I think It's going to be a lo- it's going to be a lot more coachable, and it's going to be a lot more, yeah. uh, you know, possible to to change and adjust. And I I, I like yeah. it. I'm like yeah. I, I like what's you, going you, on. You, yeah, you know where Herbig will be. You know. And you know where Golden will be. They'll be where they need to be. With TJ, you that that's what you you accept that that he might be out of position because he might because he can turn around and make that great play, get the strip sack, get the force fumbled recovery. You're willing to roll the dice with him. With these guys, you just just play within the system. Yeah, you know, that, that's what makes that's TJ. That's why I think we're going to be okay. Exceptional. He's allowed to freelance because he will make up for that. Where these guys, you want them to be in the position because. They'll make the plays by being in the right position. TJ can make the pl- right play by going out of position. Uh, guys, we're going to move along here a little bit. TJ Watt not voted to the Players Association All-Pro team. The PFF <laughs> already uh, decided that Miles Garrett's going to be the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, you know, is it time that we just give this conversation up, get ready for the playoffs yeah. and say, you know, whoever they decide to or uh, whatever yeah. political situation happens next yeah. season, we'll see what happens then. Yeah. Uh, Miles Garrett with a 94 overall PFF grade and 18.3 per- pressure percentage it, that already get handed by the PFF, the defensive player of the year for, you know, that particular You, you notice they didn't put up real stats. Uh, exa- exactly. They, 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 they didn't the put PFF, up objective. They didn't put up objective. percentage. Yeah. They put up subjective numbers. Yep. Because what is a what is a pass rush win? What is a because sometimes you let a guy come through you because you're setting up a screen. You want that guy to run out of position. You know what? What is a quarterback pressure? We talked about that yesterday. Ben, Ben and Josh and Allen, and Lamar Jackson skewing. all had like they felt look, pressure look different a, than a, Justin a Fields thing and like Kenny. this. PFF is skewing just just the overall opinion yeah. and thought and the way people look at football because people are going to go down their their timeline, read this, and they're going to take this as a fact. They're like, well, yeah. hey, you know what? It, Miles Garrett had a ninety four PFF grade, so he yeah. must have been better than TJ Watt. Yeah, and, and and people are generally are going to look at yeah. that and going to go, okay, well, this is what yeah. it is. People are writing this. This is a, yeah. a, a and, and then and then like, source. Yeah, then to compound the fact that you're comparing two people who play different positions, but they want to classify them as the same. The edge rushers, they're not. One's a three-four DN. One's a four-three three-four outside linebacker. They play two totally different positions. You can't. They're both great at what they do, and these people. There's someone who watches one game someone watches the Browns rates their players and rates the other team's players. So it's not based on stats. These aren't advanced analytics. These are just people looking at something and go, Oh, that person got beat on that play. So therefore that was a, we're going to make that a negative. You don't know that player's responsibility. The, did the guy who got a quarterback who got beaten coverage, was he supposed to be there or was he covering for someone else who blew an assignment and just happened to be on camera getting beat. So these are not, objective numbers they're subjective they're all it's human error it's not like in baseball and hockey where this stuff is actually based on actual stats and it comes down to the number and there's a number that could prove you can can quantify it this stuff you cannot quantify and it could solve any argument or any debate or any conversation because you can come down to numbers and say well this dude is the best by this you know everybody's buying into this pff and uh, again miles garrett he's been for whatever reason, for week who one. has all less stats than TJ Watt has, yeah, everything you know across the board except for like one thing is lower than yeah. TJ. 
but they already heavily oh favor- well you know he influences the game you know people game plan for him like people don't game plan for tj watt people don't game plan for mike parsons people don't game plan for uh uh, you know, uh, Khalil Mack. Come on now, get the f out of here. It's 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 so stupid. And again, and, you know, like you it's it gonna, out there, and, and, and this is just it's gonna be the way people think moving forward. It's gonna be the way the people think, and it's uh, you, you know, like if yeah. it, it, like just in the in the sense of the culture, in the sense of uh, mainstream, people are gonna say. Well, this is it. So moving forward next year, people are going to say, hey, well, PFF said this. Well, PFF yeah. last year called who the defensive player of the year was. Yeah. So this must hold weight. And then moving forward, people are going to say, well, PFF is it because the last two years, the defensive. And, and you see how that starts yeah. to change the mindset and take people away from what really, as we said, the numbers, the statistics, yeah. uh, you know, the outcome of, of the way that these guys play is what yeah. should matter. But it's not. It's not, Mike. It's all yeah. politics. And yeah. it comes down to stupid shit like this PFF. Yeah. It, to me, it's going to end up cheapening the Defensive Player of the Year award, you know, because like le- legit, there's like four or five guys who could win that award, but it's just going to be cheapened because you know it's been campaigned for through people like PFF. And like, I hate they put up the pressures. What did that? What happened with that pressure? Because they want to argue pressure is more important than a sack. And a sack, you can see they lost yardage, but with this pressure. If you pressure Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, guess what? They can run for forty yards. That pressure didn't help you. Yeah. Did, did you pressure someone into an interception? There needs to break down that right. pressure. You, you got to get you can expand it out. Pressure, if you're going to use pressure, track something it. that you're based on, you have to track it. You have to dig it, deeper. You have to yeah. you have to peel back the layers to say, okay, yeah, well, it, the pressure was effective. The pressure wow. caused a, yeah. uh, an interception. Yeah. The pressure caused the, the 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 quarterback to throw the ball away early. You can't just yeah. say that. You know, if if you're going to use those particular numbers, yeah. you have to get deeper. You can't yep. just exactly. It gives people a reason to keep making things a a popularity contest a uh and be political about it because there's no definitive way to disprove what they are saying you or you know what i mean or Mm -hmm. or prove what they're saying i don't like it mike i don't like the way it's going i don't like the direction it's going um it's not good again you know somebody like tj whose numbers are better the whole way across the line yeah he is, uh, but, you know, he's yeah. not considered as good as this guy. Uh, Max Crosby, whose numbers are better across the line than both of these guys. Yeah. Maybe the guy in the in the, in the the uh, defense, you know, on the defensive side of the ball somewhere that has the most interceptions. Or as you mentioned, Bobby Wagner yesterday with 184 tackles. Come on, yeah. 100 tackles is a lot of tackles in the NFL. Yeah. The fact that he almost doubles that every season yeah. and he's not mentioned in defensive yeah. player of the game, that's unbelievable. And that and that's, that just proves what, I'm, what we're trying to yeah. say here. Yeah, it, like the you have to go back. I think um, Ray Lewis won it, and then I think a few years bef- after him, Brian Erlacher won it as an inside backer. After that, it's just been your interior defensive linemen and DN slash outside linebackers. And to me, it, it, that's like Paul, the popularity started, Mike, when Brian I, Erlacher started winning Defensive Player of the Year. I think he was overrated. He wasn't as he fast, yeah. strong. Or, or, or he did, and he was—he didn't have the ability that you know half the linebackers in the league have nowadays. I think he was a face. He was the uh, you know for whatever political reason, they always had to push Brian Urlacher. And I got to be honest, I didn't see him like. Neither did I. I was never a big fan of him. I, I thought he was. Uh, was it Urlacher? Did he win one? Uh, yeah, he won one in two thousand five. I'm sorry, Luke Keekley. He was a really good one down in in, in uh, Carolina. Oh, wow. He was the last inside backer to win it. Everyone else has been defensive lineman. Uh, Stephon Gilmore won it in 2019. So it's outliers. You have to be in that front seven anymore to win it or even be considered part of the front four anymore. And what about the guy, it? Mike, the guy that, as I said, leads the league in interceptions, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, wh- why is this not as important? Yeah. As I said, I don't like the direction it's going. I liked when it was based on facts, numbers, yep. where you could look at it and it's cut and dry and you say, yes, this dude was the best. Yeah, by 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 numbers, Miles Garrett is not the best. No, on defense, and um, again, that that stinks because that's the direction that we're heading. Yeah, and um, I we've got to move on. Like Lamar Jackson at the latest press conference. Get this, guys! I thought this was amazing, and I and I'm gonna and I'm gonna um, and I'm gonna continue to talk about it. Lamar Jackson says, honestly, we're all hoping Buffalo gets it done this weekend. We don't want to see the Steelers. Mm. We don't want to see the Steelers again. Not sure what it is exactly, but they own us. This was said in I, Lamar Jackson's uh, press I, I, conference. I, I love, I love the respect. Yeah. I love the respect. 
And I do, uh, I mean, I agree with them. I, I don't understand yeah. how we've won seven of the last yeah. eight either, but we have. <laughs> Lamar, if you could let us know, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're looking for the answers too. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously the football gods, but, uh, you know, try yeah. to, just like the PFF, try to explain this one out, you know? Yeah, I, you know what? Like, I have no problem with him saying that, saying he prefers someone else because that's what you want. You want your team as to have the best chance to move on. And he knows the best chance to move on is against Buffalo because Pittsburgh, for some odd reason, has kicked her asses, you know, seven of the past eight games. And that's just a sign of respect and that sign of someone who, hey, yeah. I really I, dig I, that. I, I like it. It could it be used. To, I can see Buffalo trying to use that against them. Like, oh, you wanted us. But look at it from Lamar's perspective. I, I lost to this team seven or eight times. I want someone different, someone who doesn't know me. Do you want? Did you want New England every year in the playoffs? Whenever they Fuck were on no. the run? Hell no! I don't. No, want, I wanted no. them to get knocked out by somebody who yeah. was able to beat them, and then we would be able to beat that team. I mean, yeah. come on! It is what it is. They can't beat us. I can't explain it. You can't explain it. Yeah. Lamar can't explain it. But yeah. again, I think the I think at the end of the day, the respect is really yep. cool. I yeah. think it goes both ways. That's why I love this rivalry between the yeah. two. Some days they could be breaking Ben's nose off the side of his face. Other days they could be making, uh, you know conversation like this yeah uh, newing i'm sorry the baltimore pittsburgh rivalry is one is the best it's in the, the nfl best. my opinion yeah because it, it he, it's built on mutual respect because the teams were built the same ways you know yeah. ozzy newsom went down there and he built the team after the steelers and that's how they played and because he's and, a very smart man that knew you have to you have to be able to beat the steelers if you want to compete yeah and league. that's yeah and that's what he did he built that team to beat the steelers and it's worked you have yeah. to be able to compete in your division and to compete in the afc north means you have to beat the steelers yeah and, and absolutely and that's why they're since, so similar yeah that, ever since he left and they've continued that that tradition and uh I like it. Most people would say, oh, well, you, you should want to beat the people that you have trouble against, so it makes it even sweeter. No, I want the easiest path to <laughs> right? victory. You know, shit. Absolutely. Winning, winning in the That's NFL Superman is hard enough. Love it's, just, you know. Yeah, it's hard enough to win in the NFL. Why would you want to make it harder for yourself? No, right. I want it easy. I want it easy. January Joe. January Joe, guys. Joe Flacco, this is going to be something interesting to keep an eye on. January Joe has never lost a wild card game in January as a starter. He is Ooh. five and zero, oh, five Ooh. and zero oh in January as a wild card, uh, as a starter in a wild card football game. Another, another big game this weekend, guys. The Texans and the Browns, of course. That I, game's tomorrow. I, I, I'm just so fired up. I cannot wait for football. I this can't week. wait. I, I wish I would have knew that stat. I wish I would have dug down deep in the stats when I actually pick the games. I had to go based on feel. I, I'm going to change my prediction, but no, I'm still going with the Texans on this one. I think they're dumb enough. They're just so dumb. They don't know they're, you know, they're young and dumb. They don't know they're not supposed to be here. And I think yeah. that's going to, that's going to carry them for, for a couple of rounds. I like his CJ it, Stroud. Like, yeah. You it's, know, like the, it's like the year the Penguins, you know, lost to the t- Detroit. I mean, they weren't supposed to make it that far. They were dumb. This game is going to be another one, Mike. I mean, with this defense in Cleveland, and oh. then you got the CJ Stroud with his 4,000 mm-hmm. yards. Or, I mean, come on. Every game yeah. this weekend, they all certainly have. Uh, it's things- a rematch, man. You know, cl- uh, uh, yeah, Cleveland won, Cleveland won early in the year, but I, this team has come so far. Who was the game where Cleveland, where the guy kicked the ball and, and ended up going in the other guy's hand in the end zone, and Cleveland caught it and it was a touchdown? And uh, for some reason, I thought that I was the Texans game, but it I wasn't. Was it? I I can't remember. To be honest, Do you remember you remember the play I'm talking about though, where the ball landed in the guy's lap and he ends up not catching it, but he kicked it and it went up in the air and the. Yeah, and the guy caught it. I, it might have been that game. I can't remember. For some reason, I, I think that it was, but I, I can't yeah. can't confirm. Uh, guys, this is the last playoff win, the year that uh, the, for the last playoff win for each of the wild card teams this weekend. Uh, Kansas City, their last win, of course, they are in a wild card game, was last year, 2023. Philadelphia was 2023. Dallas was 2023. Now, of course, they played in the wild card round because they didn't have the first. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Buffalo, 2023. The Rams are also in the play in the wild card. Their last wild card week- weekend win was 2022. Tampa Bay's 2022. Green Bay's last wild card win was 2021. Cleveland's was 2021. Houston's was in 2020. Now we're getting to the teams that were back aways. The Steelers' last playoff win, they are a wild card team this weekend, was uh, 2017. The Miami Dolphins, guys, the year 2000 was the last time they won a playoff <laughs> game. In the Detroit Lions, 1992. Ooh. 1992. Derby, you weren't even thought of yet. This I wasn't. Blows my mind if you think about it. 
Um, but there you go, guys. That is the every team that's playing this wild card weekend and the last time they won a playoff game. Damn. So um we also, weren't in last place. Uh I'll take that. What's that? We weren't in last we place. We weren't in last so. place. We we're, so, we're so due. We are so due. I, I hope they we win are. so bad, man. Also, Mike, I mentioned earlier the quarterback <laughs> rankings derpy. Hold on to your seats. I'm going to give you the 14 quarterbacks that are uh, starting at the moment, and this is how they are ranked from top to bottom uh, th that are participating in the playoffs this year. Number one, of course, a lot of people could agree that Brock Purdy is number one. Josh Allen, number two. Oh, The third best quarterback in the quarterback rankings for the teams in the playoffs this year is number three, Patrick Mahomes. Four, Lamar Jackson. So one, two, three, and four. Purdy, uh -huh. Allen, Mahomes, Jackson. Number five, Jalen Hurts. Number six, Dak Prescott. Number seven, CJ Stroud. Number eight, Jordan Love. Nine, Matthew Stafford behind uh, Jordan mm -hmm. Love. I mean, the guy just won a Super Bowl. Um, Tua, number 10. He was been slipping, yeah. Jared Goff, I don't disagree with this one. Number eleven, I, I don't. I just don't see what the Jared with Jared Goff. I just don't. I never did the thirteen to three loss to New England in the Super Bowl. I, I just never ever really felt it with Jared Goff. But uh, we will see. Baker Mayfield, number twelve. Joe Flacco, number thirteen. <laughs> and Mason Rudolph, number four. I mean, would the PFF make this list? <laughs> yeah, Mason has been playing well down the stretch, too. He's been putting up some of the best numbers. Yeah, in the he has better numbers than any of these quarterbacks in the last three games of the season. Also, Joe Flacco's behind everybody. Uh, 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 Jordan Love is ahead of Joe Flacco. Uh, let's look at some other things here. Uh, I, I just again, Stafford. I think he's better than than some of these other guys that are mentioned. Yeah, the, the eight positions up in front of him, the the numbers and the things that he was able to accomplish with Detroit over the years, again, with uh, Megatron getting him his numbers. And, and I mean, literally with Cooper Cup, Nakua, you know, Stafford yeah. has done a lot of things. Stafford's doing of well winning, this year. On top yeah. of winning a Super Bowl, no less, he is behind Jordan Love in the uh, top, the 14 uh, ranking quarterbacks for the playoffs this year. Again, I don't agree with, but you know what? We will see. We'll see we'll this see. weekend, guys. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Good afternoon, Ralph. How are you doing, sir? Uh, it, it is afternoon because we, we got pushed back a little bit. We had some technical difficulties early on. We were about 15 minutes into the show, and we had to start over. I was ready to just kill everybody. We should be it. done by now. I should be taking a nap. Yeah, I should be eating. I should have buffalo sauce dripping as speak. But here we are. Um, so that is that, Mike. Why don't you give us what it's going to take in the keys for the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat the Buffalo Bills this weekend, Mike? On offense, obviously, it's contain Josh Allen. And one of the things you can do is uh, I've, I heard this in a couple of different places and read it too, and it's, it makes sense. Just make Josh Allen be patient because he has that Ben Roethlisberger gene. He has that Brett Favre gene where he wants to chuck it downfield. He wants to make that play. He can go maybe a couple drives to playing it smart, playing it safe. If you can just let him play it safe and you – and he makes that big chance, and you capitalize on him by getting a huge turnover. That can that can like send him down in a spiral. So it's containing Josh Allen. Just make him play a smart game. Don't let him go out there and break the game open. Um. Also on de on on defense. <clears throat> Excuse me, choking up here. Um. Uh, little indigestion. Uh, you, you have to get turnovers in this game. That's the only way we can win is turnovers, 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 and more turnovers. And like Ralph said, put a spy on Allen. Like I said yesterday, I think that guy, to totally confuse everyone, should be Minka Fitzpatrick. He's athletic enough to spy him, patrol that bottom middle of the field. Because they already said they're playing Eric Rowe. They're playing Kazee. They're playing Minka. They're playing uh, Pat Pete. So... <laughs> Drop Minka down in because he can stop the run and he can stop Josh Allen. He can stop those tight ends. On offense for the Steelers, you need to stop Ed Oliver. That dude is a beast. Yeah, he's 6'1", 280, small, powerful. He lines up all over the place. 
you can control Ed Oliver. You can control the run game and the pass game, but that's going to be a handful. But I'm, I, I hope, I hope, I hope Sayamala and I hope um, James Daniels are up for the challenge and just blow that whole front seven off the line. But yes, containing Josh Allen, containing uh, Ed Oliver, that's going to be your two keys right there. All right, guys. So that is a, it's that time. To do our over and unders this is going to be what we believe will be uh over the over under or particular different situations in the game mike i'm going to start with you with the weather wind blowing 55 52 degrees sideline to sideline this game possibly uh uh, uh blizzard avalanche type situation <laughs> like mason rudolph a half a touchdown one half of a touchdown over or under mm. Mm. under all right. Either one of the Steelers quarterbacks, and by this I mean Najee Harris or Jalen Warren, either one of these guys, Mike, 100 yards rushing, over uh, or under? Over. Over. Any wide receiver, any wide receiver for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike, a half a touchdown. Under. Turnovers on the offensive side of the ball. Did the Steelers turn the ball over more or less than one and a half times? Ooh, one and a half. Oh, taking the over. Defense. Does the defense cause one and a half turnovers, more or less? Over. Nick Herbig, a half sack. Over. Boz, a half a field goal. Over. And finally, a half a devastating injury. Over, because it happens all the freaking time. All right. Therapy, I'm going to come to you. Same questions. You ready? Yes. Mason Rudolph, a half a touchdown, over or under? Under. Either running back for the Steelers, 100 yards, over or under? And I'm talking about Harris or Warren. Over. Any wide receiver for the Steelers, a half a touchdown reception? Over. Ooh. Steelers off. Under. What's that? Under? Under, my bad. Under. Uh, and turnovers by the offense, one and a half. Does this offense for the Steelers uh, lose the ball one and a half times, more or less, over or under? Over. All right, defensive side of the ball, same question. One and a half turnovers. Does this defense cause more or less than one and a half turnovers? Over. Nick Herbig, a half sack. Over or under? Over. Chris Boswell, a half field goal. Think of the weather. Think of the winds, the snow, the wet ball. Boz, a half a field goal. Over. And finally, a half a devastating injury. You know what that means. We've been dealing with it all year. A player of significance getting a... Uh, you know, getting a significant injury, being out and either for the game or the rest of the season, one half derpy over or under to the infinity over. All right, <laughs> Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about the website? The two dumb users.com head on over there, but our merch store, got our links to all of our socials. We got the blog over there, all at the two dumb users.com. Uh, a couple other things real quick. We will finish up with a little football, but the Penguins were back at it last night. They hosted the Vancouver Canucks. They lose in overtime. Uh, the, Peng the Penguins record drops to 20-15-5, and five, while the Av the sorry the Canucks, they are up to 28-11-3. Goals scored for the Penguins were two goals by Crosby, one by Peterson. The Penguins pick up a point along the way because it did go to overtime. Crosby passes Mike Bossy to take the sole possession of 22nd overall in the NHL scoring uh, scoring list. What else? Um, Penguins' next game next game is tomorrow at Carolina, 7 p.m. Oh, dreaded Carolina air game. Bucks, Pittsburgh Pirates agree to one-year deals with David Bednar and Mitch Keller. Yeah. Uh, Bednar has been a two-time All-Star. Keller was an All-Star last year. Bednar, for the one-year deal, is getting $4.5 million, and Keller is getting $5.4 million. So, you know, if you're uh, hoping for some wins in Pittsburgh again with the Bucs, you want to keep these two guys around. I mean, sending these guys down the road historically has been something that the Pirates have done. I think it's a good sign that they're keeping them. Oh, yeah. Them. I, yeah, because it was, what, arbitration. So they got good deals on them, too. Yeah. 
But as Mike said, uh, go check everything out, www.d2dumbinjas.com. That's www.d2dumbinjas.com with the number two. All right, guys, last trivia of the week. I switched it up a little bit. We're not doing a Buffalo Bills trivia. We're doing a wild card trivia. This question of the day is going to be a trivia because it's a wild card weekend. We did Bills all week. I'm through with the Bills. I'm ready to think uh, beyond that. So, you gentlemen, ready for the trivia question yes. of the day? Yes, I am. Yes. All right. Here we go, guys. Play along on the board if you wish. Question of the day is this. What year? What year was it that the NFL started their wild card system? I'm okay. looking for a year that the wild card started in the NFL. Go ahead and think it over, guys. We are live, everybody. We're live five days a week, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, right here, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. every day. And if uh, you can't catch the show, you'd just rather listen to the show in podcast form. We do upload the new live show every day at 8 o'clock p.m. over on pod, over on Spotify. If you'd rather listen to the podcast, maybe you're just a busy person and you'd like to listen to things in the car, in the gym, taking a walk, you could always go to Spotify and listen to our brand new show the same day. Check it out. So I'm not going to – I don't know. Do you want hands? I mean, I, I can – what year was the year that the NFL instilled the uh, the wild card system? You want choices? I can give you choices. I'm going to take a stab. I'm going to say 1980. 1980 is your guess, Mike? All right. Yeah. Is that your final? All right, I'll lock you in on that. Therapy, over to you. What was the year that the NFL started their wild card round in the playoffs? I'll give you choices if you like. Choices. All right. Was it 1970? Was it 1975? Was it 1980? Or was it 1985? I'm looking for the year that the NFL started their wild card round. 70, 75, 80, 85. Mike said 80. What do you think, Derpy? I'm going to go... There wasn't really many teams. Was there that many teams in the eighties? Because they expanded it. There were most of the teams that are. There was only about four teams that are added since the eighties. I think <laughs> Texans, um, Panthers, the Jaguars, and maybe somebody else. Um, I don't know. I think there were about twenty-eight teams in the eighties. I'll go eighty as well. Nineteen eighty. Is that your final answer? Yeah. All right, I'm going to lock Derpy in. 1980. Guys, I'm looking for the year that the was the first year for the wild card in the NFL. Both Mike and Derpy said 1980. The choices were 70, 75, 80, and 85. The answer, guys, was 1970. Oh, wow. 1970 was the first year. What Man. surprised me, I, I was thinking something yeah. like the early 90s, late 80s. But, yeah. Um, I thought the yeah, I didn't realize it was 70s. Whew. 1970. So there you go, guys. Uh, anything that you guys would like to say before we get ready to take off for the weekend? We are heading into a big, big football weekend, yeah. guys. When we t- when we talk to each other next time, there might you know the football the Steelers season may be over, maybe over. <laughs> so and you know, say I, what you want and say it now because yeah. Uh, Gabe Davis, big play receiver for uh, Bills, ruled out. Um, Taylor Rapp, uh, safety for um, Bills, ruled out. So they two key players, a starter and a key key backup, gone for the Buffalo Bills. All right, too bad it could be their quarterback, but uh, we'll take this. We'll take this just as good. Uh, Derpy, anything before we get ready for the weekend, man? I got something. Yeah, it's a poem. All right. Oh, please, by all means, Derpy. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave as close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of light. The wise men at their own dark is right. No, no, dark is right. Because their words are forked, no lightning they. Do not go gentle into that good night. I'll just end with that. You go. You go, Edgar Allan Derby. I like it. Uh, I didn't didn't know what to expect. And you know what? You, 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 uh. You didn't upset. You did yeah. not. You did not. You did not. I liked upset. it. No, good job, Derpy. I like it. Um, either one of you guys. Anything else? Steelers, 
Buffalo Bills, wild card weekend. Just play smart football. Just don't turn yeah. the ball over and you can win. Just do what you've yeah. been doing for the past three weeks on offense and you can win. You can hang with the Bills. All right, Derby. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. And I agree. Here we go. You're going to see this a lot everywhere over the next couple of days. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, you know what? It starts this weekend, guys. This is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been talking about. This is what we've been wanting, you know, for 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 some years now, a couple of years. We didn't make it to the playoffs last year. We're back in it this year. We're getting a chance all over again. We're going to play Buffalo, hopefully win, be able to play Baltimore. Let's go Steelers. For Mike over in the Steelers Central Mobile Studio, for Derpy, myself, the two dumb yinders, go Steelers, go Steelers. Here we go. Get the terrible towel. Let's bring bring home the win, guys. Two dumb yinders, everybody have a great weekend, and we hope to be talking about Victory Monday next time we see you. But uh, Hell yeah. have a great weekend. Hell. We'll see you Monday. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>